Parents have the most grave obligation to do everything in their power to ensure their children's physical, social, cultural, moral, and religious upbringing. By the time a Catholic enters adulthood, they are more likely today than ever to stop following their Catholic faith. We must work together to turn this around. Do you find it difficult to find time to teach your children the faith? Is it hard to find the right way to teach your children the faith? Are you ready to take more responsibility to help the children you know prepare for eternal life in heaven? You've come to the right place, and I'm here to help. This is All About My Catholic Faith, a podcast series to help you learn your faith and inspire you to better share the faith with those you love. And now, it's time for All About My Catholic Faith. This is episode 12, The Marks of the Church. In our last episode, we learned that Jesus picked 12 apostles from his disciples to spread what he taught them to all the world. We also learned that he selected Peter to be the leader of the 12 apostles. And this was how Jesus started his church. Peter, being the leader of the apostles, was the first pope. The apostles were the first priests. You know, actually, they were considered bishops since they were responsible to go throughout the entire world to teach the good news of Jesus. Well, the question that we asked at the beginning of last episode was, why did our Lord choose 12 apostles? Well, he chose 12 to tie back to the Old Testament of the Bible to represent the 12 tribes of Israel. Today, there are many, many Christian traditions and denominations, and many experts say there are more than 30,000 different Christian denominations. And how do we know which one is correct? Which church or churches? Have the truth. And the most important question is Is there a church that has the fullness of Christ's truths? Well, here's some questions to think about during this episode about the marks of the church. So, number one, who are the other sheep that Jesus was talking about? What does Jesus desire for the other sheep? Did our Lord start many churches or only one church? How do we know which church or churches Jesus established? And how do we help the other sheep to know that the Catholic Church is the sheepfold of Christ? Well, remember from our last episode that the sheepfold of Christ is the same as Jesus' church. And here's our first reading from the Holy Bible for today. This is from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 10, verses 9 through 16. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. 
A good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. A hired man who is not a shepherd and whose sheep are not his own sees a wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away, and the wolf catches and scatters them. This is because he works for pay and has no concern for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know mine, and mine know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. I will lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. These also I must lead, and they will hear my voice. And there will be one flock, one shepherd. Right. We hear in this reading again that Jesus called his church a sheepfold. And we also see something new that we haven't heard before. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. These also I must lead, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock, one shepherd. So this really helps us to understand and to answer the question that we had if Jesus established one church or many churches. Well, Jesus definitely said there will only be one flock of sheep, one church, with one shepherd or one leader. Jesus Christ was the first leader of his one church, and we call Jesus the head of his church, and we call the church the body. The church, like us, has one head and one body, and that makes sense to me. In the body of Christ, the people in the church all believe what the church teaches. Jesus gave the authority to the apostles to teach the whole world what he taught, even to those who don't believe. Jesus gave the authority to the bishops of the church back then, and they still have that authority to teach us the one and only complete truth about Jesus, his church, and morality in the world today. All of us in his church are taught and believe what the church teaches. We all receive the same sacraments, and that we'll talk about in future episodes. Just like when Jesus started his one church and he selected Peter to be the head of the church on earth as the first pope, we still have one head of the church on earth today, and that is Pope Francis. Pope Francis takes the place of Jesus here on earth, and he has the same authority that Jesus gave St. Peter 2,000 years ago. And every pope in history has had the exact same authority that our first pope, St. Peter, had and that Francis has today. Today's lesson is titled, The Marks of the Church. And a mark is something that we can use to know that something is true or it shows that it is true. And the church has four marks. I'll describe each of them right now. The first mark of Christ's church is that the church is holy. And the church teaches us all to be holy. Everyone who follows the teachings of the church and stays away from mortal sin will become and remain holy. The church is here to help us do that. And the sacraments of the church are most especially to help us do that. The second mark is that the church is Catholic. And here the Catholic means universal, which means that the church is spread over the whole world. The church is not just for one group of people or one country or one race. 
The church is for everyone in the entire world, universal, Catholic. The third mark of the church is that the church is apostolic. The word apostolic comes from the word apostle. And the church today is apostolic because the bishops of the church today are the successors of the first bishops, which were the first 12 apostles. There were only 12 apostles. The fourth mark of the church is that the church is one. There is one fold and one shepherd. Jesus told us that there would be people that were not in the sheepfold or the church, but that that he's still their shepherd. Jesus told us that one day everyone will belong to his one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. You know, this is one of the most important things that you and I can pray for. We should pray that everyone comes together again through the one gate into the one sheepfold, the one true church, the Catholic church. It's important to pray for this because Jesus wanted it to be this way. You know, he didn't say to Peter, you are rock, and on this rock I build my many, many churches. Nope. Remember, he said, Peter, you are rock, and on this rock I build my church. That meant my one church. For more than a thousand years, there's only been one true church of Christ. And only in the last thousand years or less, we've seen people break away and start their own churches. People like Martin Luther, John Calvin, John Wesley, Roger Williams, and John Clark all started their own Christian churches that all believe something uh, slightly different from the Catholic Church and from one another. Their churches still had some truth, but since they were not teaching everything the Catholic Church was teaching, they were not teaching the entire full truth of Jesus Christ. Later, others like Joseph Smith and Charles Taze Russell actually started churches that broke away even further, and they don't even believe that Jesus is God. Now, that's really a shame that so many people have followed men and their versions of the church of Jesus instead of following the one true church that Jesus started himself. There's a very important question that a lot of people have. And that's, they want to know if everyone needs to be in the Catholic faith in order to be saved. And the true answer is yes. In order to be saved from your sins and go to heaven, you need to belong to the Catholic Church in some way. Now, we know that our God is very loving and very merciful. And there's still many people who've never heard about Jesus or the Catholic Church. And we believe that people like that may still make it to heaven. We certainly hope and pray for that. We believe that if those people live a life of loving God and doing the will of God, they still might make it to heaven. And many, many people know and believe in Jesus, but they still don't realize that Jesus started only one church and meant for us to be in one church. They might not know that Jesus commanded us all to be part of this one church in order to make it to heaven. If they really don't know the full truth that Jesus taught, that they should be in the one true church, then they too may be saved. The problem is when people know about Jesus and his Catholic church and refuse to be part of the Catholic church, 
they may really, really be putting their souls into deep trouble. You know, Jesus will judge us all when we die. And I have a question for you. If you were Jesus and you set a rule that everyone must follow you and be in your church or your group in order to follow you and be with you, then what would you say to that person who just flat out refused to follow your rule? Well, you might say, oh, well, rules don't matter anyway. Come on into my group. Or you might say, come on into heaven. I don't care about the rules. I think you and Jesus would probably say, well, I am very sorry. I really wish you would have listened to me. Uh, Do you think I was just kidding or what? Well, in the end, only God will make that decision, so we don't have to. Um, We just need to follow his rules to make his decision easy. You know, I really want to hear Jesus say when I stand before him, well done, my faithful son, come into the paradise of heaven. So I've told you a few times that Jesus started only one church, and I've also said that he wanted only one church. So why would he want people to have different churches, all believing something a little different from all other people in other churches? Well, he didn't want that, of course. Now, we do know that the one church of Jesus is the Catholic Church. And we know this because the Catholic Church is the only church that has the four marks that we talked about, being Christ's one and only true church. And do you remember what the four marks of the true church are? The one true church must be one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic. The Catholic Church is the only Christian church that has all four marks. The Catholic Church is the only church that Jesus started 2,000 years ago. And just like the apostles had to do, we must teach all those who are not Catholic that the Catholic Church is the one true church of Jesus. And we must teach this by love. In the Gospel of John, we see this. By this, with all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. So in other words, we must show others that we are good, faithful Christian Catholics by our love that we have for them and for everyone. So, in order to be in the Catholic Church, a person needs to be baptized with water in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. They must also profess and believe the Catholic faith and not separate themselves from the church in any way. So, sadly, there are people who say they are Catholic, but they don't believe all that Jesus taught and passed down through his church. Even some very, very important things like that we should not kill anyone from babies in their mother's tummy to our very old people. Also, that marriage is a sacrament that God started that is only between one man and one woman. You know, when people are married, they shouldn't do anything to block God's will for them to have children, and they should live up to their promise they made to God and to each other to remain married to each other for their entire life. This is also a teaching of Jesus and his church. Are you ready to answer a few questions? Good. So, did Jesus found more than one church? Well, no. Of course, we've heard it several times that Jesus started one church with his 12 apostles and St. Peter to be the head of the church. 
Is the Catholic Church the church that Christ founded? Yes, it is. And we know that because the first pope was Peter, and he was one of the 12 apostles. And there has been a pope that has followed Peter in his footsteps throughout the 2,000 years of the church. And only the Catholic Church has the four marks that make it the one true church. And that brings us to the next question. Does the Catholic Church have all four marks of the church? The Catholic Church does have all four marks. And again, that is one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic. Is the Catholic Church here for all races and all people? Yeah, that's absolutely true. Jesus told the apostles to go throughout the entire world to preach his good news. That meant to everybody, every race, everybody in the entire world. And does Jesus want one fold and one shepherd? Well, he told us that, and I certainly believe him, that he does want us all to be in his one church. Not many, many churches that men have decided to start on their own. So now, can you tell me what church Jesus started? That's right. He started the Catholic Church. Remember, Catholic means universal, which means the one church that is for the entire people. What are the four marks that make the Catholic Church the one true church? Remember, one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic. The Catholic Church has all four of those, and it's the only church that has all four of those. In order for us to be saved and go to heaven, we must belong to what church? That's right. Uh, In some way, unless we don't know by no fault of our own, we must belong to the Catholic Church and believe what the Catholic Church teaches us and follow what the Catholic Church teaches us. It's not easy, but, uh, you know, Jesus didn't say it would be easy. That's for sure. Jesus really and truly wants the world to have one fold, but how many leaders? That's right. He wants all of his people to be in one fold, one church, and for that one church to have one leader. That one leader, of course, is the Pope. Today, it's Pope Francis. You've heard from the Bible, Jesus started his church so that you and I can make it to heaven. He picked 12 of his disciples to be his apostles, to lead his church, and to take his message to the entire world, and to baptize everyone who wanted to follow them in Christ's church. The apostles needed a leader after Jesus left them, and Jesus knew that, so he picked Peter to be their first leader, the first pope, the first leader of his church. There was only one true church of Jesus Christ back then, led by the Pope and the Apostles, or bishops, that one holy Catholic and apostolic church is still here today, still led by the Pope and the bishops, and helped by the priests, deacons, and other religious people. You know, a very cool thing that Jesus told Peter was that his one church would never, ever end. Even the powers of the devil Evil and hell will never bring an end to his church until the end of the world. You know, Jesus made that promise to us, and I certainly believe him. 
So in our next lesson, we're going to learn about the communion of saints and forgiveness of sins. And I hope that you will join me again then. Make sure you subscribe in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast directory. And if you like this podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review so we can get this message to more people. I really thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast series. I hope you'll take time to share this podcast with those you love and care for. You can also help our efforts by becoming a supporter of this podcast. It's easy to do. Just click the link that's at the end of the podcast notes or on our website, allaboutmycatholicfaith.com. Make sure you go to Mass this week and every week. You will be able to be with Jesus and his other friends and followers. The angels and saints are all there too. If you're not Catholic, you're always welcome to come to church with us and to see and learn why we love Jesus so much. I hope you continue to listen to these lessons to keep learning about why we love Jesus and his church. If you know someone who wants to learn more about the Catholic Church, please tell them about this series. Until next time, please pray for me and I will pray for you. God bless you and bye for now. All About My Catholic Faith is a 2CJ's production.